Hey, this is David Waters of The Waters Project. You're listening to the Brutally Delicious podcast and a great place to be and uh, support them. And uh, thank you, peace and love, really. And uh, listen to music, it'll heal you. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate yeah. it. Um, let's talk about... Uh, I'm a little... Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. Let's talk about uh, David Waters and the uh, and your project here. Um, what do you guys? Okay. How did you survive the pandemic, especially living in New York with everything all locked down? What did you do for the amount of time? Um, well, the band kind of had to go into its its little uh, bubbles, so to speak. Right. Um, right. We haven't really performed since then, and we are still together. You know, it's just that you know, you know what happens when you kind of break off. You know, you find other things to do to keep your music flowing, and that. And uh, the drummer and I are particularly uh, uh, involved with each other quite a bit, and you know, working on videos and and working on music. Uh, you know, we were very active recording. You know, in the city, uh, and um, you know that. We finished up actually the video and the uh, the, the soundtrack or the, the the music for that song. Uh, it's what you do to me mm-hmm. uh, with our engineer and and that was a lot of and with the bass player and and that was a lot of fun. You know, trying to get past that first. Uh, I'm sure everybody knows that feeling, that first initial like shock and and like don't go out at all, and then being in a studio, everybody with masks on and that. So, so we still managed to get stuff done. Um, you know, I, I also have a, a, a little pet project where I do a lot of solo stuff, uh, solo acoustic, you know, to kind of get that, uh, those yayas out. Right. And um, right. my last show was The Bitter End on uh, March 14th, a Saturday. And, uh, you know, two bands canceled. You know, they gave me basically two hours to fill because they needed to fill some some seats. Right. And uh, there was there was a a good crowd there, but it was it was a really really scary place to be. Uh, you could just feel it in the air. I mean, the city uh, March 14th because that's basically closing down. But so we kept busy, you know, we kept busy, and I'm working on music all the time. Is it uh, is it going to be weird when you're finally back out there and playing again? Is are there any nerves or any kind of apprehensions about? Oh, big time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not the same, you know. It's uh. I'm sure you know. I mean, you 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 know, whatever side of the 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 aisle you're on, as far as you know, COVID or masks or you know, pandemic or you know, whatever. It's it it's just not the same. Uh, you know, it will be different, but it, hopefully it'll be better. Uh, you know, we we hope to get back out soon. Uh, but there's the 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 whole, you know the paths that it takes for a band to get together, rehearse, meet, go over stuff, you know, get out to clubs. It's just, it's not like just all of a sudden everybody just pops up out of a hole and we're on stage. It's it's a lot of work just even to get to that point, you know, rehearsal studios and, and rooms and that. So um, it's, you know, We'll we'll be back out soon, but uh, I I just went to a, a show uh, for uh, Mike Campbell and uh, the Dirty Knobs. That's uh, Tom Petty's guitar player. Most people know that he's got a side project, uh, the Dirty Knobs, 
and they just played at the Brooklyn Bowl. And that was the, uh, that was actually a week ago, I think Wednesday. And that was the first show I'd ever, I'd been out to, except a couple of little things that I did where I performed, you know, for benefits for people, uh, solo acoustic. And uh, it was a thousand people, maybe it was totally sold out. And it was, it was, it was a beautiful thing to feel and, 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 and see everybody together, but it was just nerve wracking, man. So I imagine, yeah, I mean, so I've been to shows as well, and I've actually even been to a festival and as much as as you want to be there and you want to, and the energy is so palpable and whatever, you still have that something ingrained in the back of your head about masks or not masks or about too many people together, something you never thought about three years ago, right? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, this might be kind of a weird analogy, but, you know, pre-AIDS, post-AIDS. Yeah. Sexual revolution. It was just a blast, you know, in in the 70s and 80s. And and then AIDS came along and and the awareness of other things. And and that really kind of had an effect on on, um, people's single social life. You know, not to kind of, you know, boil it down to that, but, you know, and, and this has, I, I think has kind of the same thing. It's like you go out and, you know, what, again, no matter what you believe, you're still taking your chances. And, and you know, I mean, uh, you know, you know, I'm fully vaxxed and boosted, but, you know, it's we all know what's out there. So it's a, it's, it's a, you just got to be aware. And it's a pretty strange time, I think, too, because music is the I mean, silly but the soundtrack to your life right you can track you you listen to a song no matter what it is and you're automatically like transported back to oh i'm 13 and sitting in high school and i remember hearing that song so it's going to be weird like the stuff that's coming out now is going to be sort of connected to this whole weird thing we've all gone through yeah yeah, absolutely um the the amount of creativity and the unification you know through music and and all the arts that has come out of this is is really just starting to unfold. I think you know we're we're you know you're seeing all these projects, all these new bands, all this creativity that's come out of it, and um, the you know records are just being released now. You know just hey yeah we did this on you know uh, during the pandemic. You know, so all the stories are going to be tied going to be tied back to this. And Neil Young just posted something uh, I saw it on Instagram or something like that, and and I'll I'll have to paraphrase it, but you know he was basically saying. The 60s and that whole era of, you know, politics and war um, and the music that came out with it, you know, 60s through the 70s, he said that was a very important special time where music unified, uh, you know, a base of thought and humanity and brought people together thinking that they could change the world. Right. And, um, you know, whether it was protest songs or I think of, uh, you know, Ohio, you know, you know, their, their, their song about Kent State or, or just anything like that. that, that and, and, and he of all people, I think, could really nail that topic right on the head, you know, sure. and make it make it make sense. And I also so think, I think there's gonna... good. Sorry. I yeah. also think there's going to be we've talked about it a lot on the show. You mentioned it, an artistic renaissance, not just in music, but in art, because everybody, like you said, has been locked away for two years honing their craft and perfecting it and and really getting digging deep and i think you know, now that we're sort of on the hopefully the upside we're going to see an explosion of arts everywhere I, I, I absolutely and 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 whether they're honing their craft or or uh, just simply trying to find you know a way to to 
focus their energy, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, learning to play a, a kazoo or, or, right. or writing, you know, you know, orchestra, you know, music or whatever, uh, you know, it, it, I think within that, even with the first two months of, of uh, the pandemic or even through the summer of 20, you know, it was amazingly beautiful to see all these people, a lot of my friends sitting in their living rooms or in their bedrooms or their bathrooms like that with an acoustic guitar singing a song they just wrote about this. I have two or three of them that I wrote just within two weeks. That was just just a, 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 a an emotional response. And yeah. sometimes that's yeah. not a honed emotional response. It can be rough. You know, you should listen to some of my stuff I wrote. But, you know, it's just, it was a need to, 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 to connect and communicate. And I, yeah, I 100% agree. So what's it like being, or did you ever imagine you'd be in the, the business this many years later? I, I think I'm reading your bio. It's like 40 years, right? That's a long, a long time. time. It's, no, I didn't imagine it. I just, it's, it's the kind of thing it's like, you, you know, do you imagine, you know, for me, and I, not, not to sound romantic or religious or anything like that, for me, it's the same thing as breathing or eating or walking or sleeping or, or, or living in a house or living in, you know, or having a job. It, it's just, um, you know, it's something that, you know, just, I just do, you know, it, it, right. it's, it's not like I choose to do it or like, I think I'm going to continue this for a little while and see where it goes. It's just, regardless of whether I'm, you know, successful or opening up for the stones nice, or, uh, uh, or just writing music for myself. Uh, you know, I was actually talking with a, a very good friend of mine and we've been in, in, you know, music projects and bands together, but we're kind of like brothers in arms. We've known each other for probably 25 years in, in the city. And he's the, he's the same way where we're cut from the same thing where, and I was saying to Mark, isn't it amazing that we're still doing this? We're still writing, we're still creating, we're still recording, we're putting out videos just because we want to, and we have to, we're, you know, we get, you know, whether it's successful or not, it's still going to come out. And, and um, so, yeah, I, I, it's, I'm happy that I'm still doing this. You know, I'm happy that, that, that it still comes to me like that. To that point, I think, and I'm the same way, maybe not playing in bands, but I think once music gets a hold of you and gets in your bones, it, it ingrained itself in your DNA and there's no way out of it. I mean, it's, it's a life sentence, if that makes sense. No, it, it is. It is. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm just really thankful that, that it's, you know, I have this. Right. Uh, some people have sports. I was never in, I was good at sports, but I just wasn't my thing. Some people have paintings. Some people race cars. Some people like to walk or jog or whatever. And, I, and this is just what's, you know, in me. You know, it's, I, I've, you know, been uh, connected to it since my dad would, you know, play his guitar to me when I was a little kid, you know, when I was going to bed. You know, some parents read stories to their kids. My dad had this plastic guitar and he played that, and I thought it was the best thing in the world. So it's, like, right. uh, so it's just, it's just, it's kind of just, you know, what, what, what I am, you know, at this point. So, and I accept it. That's yeah. hundred percent. So let's, uh, I'm reading your bio again that, that they sent over. I, the thing that strikes me the most besides your playing and, and the music is how in the world did you end up playing for Peter Max? And what was that like? Oh yeah, that was amazing. Um, what a brilliant artist. And, 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 Again, my friend Mark, uh, we we had a, 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 a number of formations of a band, but um, 
this particular group is called Dusty Wright, and then we make up some silly thing like in the zookeepers or something silly. But uh, you know, he he's been in the city for a really long time. He used to he was the editor for I think Cream Magazine for quite a while, and he, he worked in in the entertainment business. But he's a very very talented, blessed guy, and um, he just called me up and he says, "Dave, we got a gig, uh, you know, playing it at Peter Max's party." And I was like. Are you kidding me? Really? So he says, yeah, yeah. So um, it was in his studio, his art studio in the city. I forget where it was in the twenties. I think it was, and it was it was it was a benefit actually for um, cruelty to animals. He was, he's very big into that, mm -hmm. and, and you know, adopting pets and just you know the, the you know that that whole very very cool world. And um, yeah, there we were, and we were in his art studio and walking around just all sorts of you know projects that are in place you know displays you know a lot of the stuff was for sale at that point just seeing his process being being you know you know performing for the it was a pretty elite you know kind of group of people it wasn't a huge party it was very intimate maybe 30 or 40 people and being in that environment I, it was just a mind blower it was just really really cool place yeah i imagine that's pretty amazing yeah, and meeting him, seeing him walking around, you know, it's like just that whole world was like, God, you know. Yeah, so. that's crazy. All right. So, David Waters, what do you have planned for the uh, near future here? Are you going to stick with the single model and drop a, a new kind of business model single every six weeks or something? Or are we putting together a record? Yeah, it's there. There are, I think, mindsets and strategies or game plans. You know, you have to have a plan. You know, some of my plan is just more. Uh, organic like i have an urge you know write the song you know my uh, i have a a production uh you know person that that i create the videos with and uh oddly enough it happens to be my little brother but he's just a fantastic uh he's a cad designer you know computer-aided design and he actually um is the the mastermind behind the the the, the videos that we've been putting out um so we're working on a new video called boy um, that's going to bring people to tears because he couldn't even get through it without crying because it's, oh, wow. it's a very simple <sighs> song, yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, my, my music comes from just personal experience and very relation and humane or human, you know, uh, interaction. Uh, I've never been one to write from, like, I got on the bus today and I went down the street. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm not a storyteller in the sense that I make up characters. Everything is, is just right from, you know, you know, the... Uh, the 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 world um but we're gonna keep dropping singles like i said i got this it's almost like a, a dual trains going down a track i've got the waters project stuff which is the full band and um more more you know what's deep in my heart in that sense which is that real aggressive kind of rock big you know you know world you know thing that you'll you'll hear on it's what you do to me uh, or some of the other videos we have um and then i have a very intimate you know kind of more acoustic side more solo side you know that that i write this just i know doesn't you know fit the groove of this band um so it's uh the next single and video is going to be for this song called boy and it's written from a, a viewpoint of um a, a, an old relationship i had with a, a woman who had given up her, her son for adoption and uh you know at the age of 20 and the, you know her son came back 
that that's kind of where it started from. It was a song originally called Where's the Boy? And so that's going to be happening. Um, I am working on a, a an EP, you know, uh, possibly, a, you know, more like six or seven or maybe eight songs as a, as a tribute to a, a very dear friend of mine that just passed away. And um, she was, you know, a muse. She is my muse and uh, just an incredible person um, that was responsible for many, many, many of my songs. And uh, so I just kind of listed them all out and said, you know what, this is, I've got to do something to keep this music alive because, um, you know, it's just part of my, my right. feelings about her. So, so yeah, it's, a, it's all sorts of stuff. What about uh, live stuff? I know you said you're, you haven't really been out there yet. Are you planning on, you have any good live stuff set up or too early? Not, not yet, no. And unfortunately, because it, it's, it's so hard, you know, to step back from performing live. <clears throat> There's, if anybody, if, if, have you ever performed? Uh, you're, you're a musician, right? You play uh, I haven't played since I was probably in high school or college, but yeah. <clears throat> that feeling. Yes. Yes. There's, there's nothing, nothing that, you know, can replace that. You know, some people say it's better than, oh, it's better than sex or it's better than this or better than right. this. Until you're doing it, you know, and it's, there's just nothing like it. Uh, the adrenaline, the energy, the, 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 this, the lift that you get from it is just unbelievable. So I really, really miss that. Um, nothing live yet right now because there's got to be a reason to do it you know, in my mind, other than what I just explained, right. um, you know, performing on, on, on a city's stage is, 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 is amazing. And I've got very close friends, you know, on a few of the stages that would let us come up and play. Uh, but it's got to be right. It's got to be for a reason. You know, we want to have enough people there. We don't want to play to an empty room. And, and so it's just the machine that it takes to get all of that going and, and create a show and then just get that momentum going and, and just keep it going. Right. Is, is is hard right. right now and um but we hope to get back up maybe in about six months okay you know well, that runs the end, end of, of my questions uh did i miss anything you want to cover um no i mean i just it's i'm thank you for allowing me to be on your on your your, your podcast you know it's uh just i hope everybody out there just gets a chance to you know just check us out check out the the youtube links uh check out the facebook page i'm not a real big you know, uh, you know, here's our website and our, our publicity right. people. It's a, but we love the fact that you're allowing us to do this. Um, you know, we have a SoundCloud uh, link under the Waters Project, the Facebook page on the Waters Project. Um, if you want to see some of my more, you know, the other side of the coin, there's a, you know, my, my kind of so other. Thank you, my friend, for taking the time. I appreciate it. Be well. Good luck with the uh, next single, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, you too, man. All right, cheers. Yes, rock everyone. I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. Together we host None But the Brave, a podcast dedicated to the music and career of Bruce Springsteen. Bruce and E Street Band are on tour right now for the first time in six years, and we're taking a detailed look at what's happening on stage in our bi-weekly episodes. We've also been recently joined by some very exciting guests, including rock journalist Warren Zanes and Stephen Hyden, Backstreet's Magazine founder Charles Cross, and Barstool's Kirk Menahan. If you're a diehard Springsteen fan, this is the show for you. So please subscribe to Numbut the Brave on your favorite podcasting platform, and we hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much! We'll be seeing you!